part two, we're back. What a sexy song to open with. What a great lyric. I love you even if you think that I don't. I thought I heard wind at the start like yeah. that. Yeah. I always thought Howard Jones was a one-man band. That was band. me blowing wind. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yes. From the front to Silent the Silent but violent. <laughs> that was a yoga fart. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing your warm-ups before That's the show, right. have you? I used to fart a lot in yoga. It was quite embarrassing, but one, you can't be embarrassed. This is how you start an episode, That's isn't right. it? That's right. Isn't it? We're the 80s montage. I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi and we've got Grandmaster Bates in the chair. It's such a pleasure to be back again. Yeah. For the second edition of 12 Inches. 12 Inches of Fun. Awesome. We've loved it. Look at some great records, getting them out of the, you know, out of the wrapping, having a look, having a look at all the notes. Love it. This one, the the opening song, Howard Jones, this is actually from uh, a 12-inch album, which is pretty awesome that you Mm. had. This is great. This has got um, Always Asking Questions, New Song, What Is Love. Like to get to know you well, Pearl in the Shell and Total Conditioning. Fantastic. I always thought he was a one-man band. I never Mm. really saw anyone else in – he was with his key guitar, guitar. Look, he was a keyboard player like Nick Kershaw. Yeah, Nick Kershaw's who I thought of as well. Yeah, like he he used to have a band around him but it was really just a one-man show. That's right. But not like an egg and spoon race. Mm. He's he's been out a couple of times too. He has. He has. I've never had the chance to see him live. That would have been a great gig. Yeah, I was going to sing on that gig. And then Kimmy's got the younger sister now that sings. Ah. So I got given the ass. You know she supported MJ in the the bad tour in yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But they're really – oh, no, no, sorry. Nick Kershaw and Kimmy Wilde are really good friends. But Howard Jones was one of those guys we really don't focus on in these shows. No, nah, no. Nah. But he was I brilliant. The other one that I love on that that album, that 12, it, it like to get to know you well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's ripper. a cool song. Like to get to know, know you well. well. Yeah. Like to get to 80s know you well. reggae. Yeah. Pop reggae. Look at the outfit on the front. Baggy trousers, cool. baggy Didn't he trousers, do, um, yeah, top button done yeah. up. Yeah, he's very stylish. Flock yeah. of seagulls inspired sort of haircut. Yeah, he's got the look, little I ponytail think, at the back. That I was think a he thing. Was a, he, oh. I think he was his own guy. But yeah. Didn't he do a um, Trafalgar Square video as well, like Cindy Lauper, Change of Heart? Do you remember when looking for a change of heart? She did Trafalgar <laughs> Square, and I'm sure. What is love or either – what was the other track on that album was done in Trafalgar's – like they get to know you well. I think that might have been – Saw the pigeons flying around. There was a lot of pigeons, yeah. <laughs> you got to watch pigeons. The yeah. The pigeons shit on you, man. you got to watch them. Rats with wings. Rats yeah. with wings. Yeah. They try and kill them in the UK. There's too many of them. Really? These rats are. They fly in front of the cars. There's a cat amongst the pigeons. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> Do you remember that when we when was it Fab that said it wrong? Cat in the pigeons? And he went, Cat amongst the pigeons. And he went, Fucking cat in the pigeons. <laughs> what? Um, it uh, was very funny. What is that line, by the way? Cat amongst the pigeons, there's a pain I in her chest. I don't know. It must have been a big pain, though. A bit of flappy. Mm. Wow. Maybe it was a heart attack and they didn't know. She was yeah. grooping for breath bit of wow. in the cold of the night. Bit of angina. But, <laughs> yeah, what, like uh, What Is Love is an amazing song. Was that his opening single? I would love to be able to answer that yeah, correctly, but I, I don't I can't. know. Yeah, no, 
not sure. All you Howard Jones fans out there will be able to answer Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know he's a really big vegan, vegetarian, feeds his dog Is Vego. That right? The dog farts like me. Just with a bit of wind. Maybe yeah. that was sampled Maybe his the song dog at the was start. in the song. The dog would want to kill itself if it was vegan. <laughs> no, Let's no, no, face he's one it, of those I'm sorry, really vegans. Yeah, crazy pop stars that feed his dogs vegan. Yeah. I Fair would vote joke. yes to having Howard Jones come back and tour and oh, do shows. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Fuck yeah. He could still do it. And, and, yeah. and Nick Kershaw, Howard Jones sort of double header would be fucking amazing. There you go. Mm. Nick and Howard. Who would Day you put on, on first? Who would you put on first? Howard. Howard open? I think open? he should headline Howard. Reckon? Gets what do you Kershaw? reckon? Who had the biggest songs? Fuck. Why uh, let the sun go down? Oh, both at Live Aid. Who was further up the list? You know, that's, that's another know. good question. Who played first? I think Howard was more prominent in Live Aid. Okay. Mm. Um, Nikki used to use a lot of, um, you know, where you used to put the vision on your fucking suit and shit. Uh, a chroma crone or whatever. Chrome, yeah, chroma yeah, key. Yeah, he loved chroma key. That was right. It was the old school chroma key. Nick loved that. Green screen sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nick had better hair. Nick did have better hair, but Nick's mullet. very short hair now. Okay, mm. you've got one night and there is two shows. They're not in the same venue. They're both on at the same time. You had to choose. Would you go to Nick or would you go to Howard? I'd go Howard. Mm. Nick's well, Nick a better had- like Nick's a better name. Like Howard sounds like Mr. Cunningham. Yeah. But I would go to Howard. Nick has a bit more guitars in it. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, no, I like Howard because his lyrics were a bit deeper. Yeah, right. I love you even if really? you think then that I don't. That used to kill me. Deeper than can you sing? Can you sing the chorus for me? Um, what is the chorus? What is love anyway? Does anybody love anybody anyway? That was pretty powerful. Mm. Great lyrics. And really, bit, really bit different like, from the Riddler. Yeah, but the vocals, as you said, they really are an instrument in that song. Aren't Amazing, they? Yeah. Up front Amazing. And, yeah. and there wasn't too many keyboard players around at that time. I mean, there were like there was the other guy in Jealous or whatever his name was that started all the stuff. But um, these two were up against each other a lot. Mm. But that was Howard Jones. What his love got to do with it? Wouldn't it be good? And what has love got to do with it? Is love really Tinder now? I don't know, but is six inches having a pearl or something? <laughs> I don't know. Sixy, she might have drowned in the toilet. Oh, she's on the phone. Oh, good. Walking around the block. Mm. So, so that was block. a twelve-inch, but it wasn't really that far from the single. No, I think you'd have to go right through the song. There are a couple of different versions yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, some extended ones where he's really tampering with his drum machine and he's um, yeah, tinkering. Is what I was trying drum. to say. Yeah. With his, <laughs> With his drum machine and he's like. He used to wear a lot of orange satin with the brooch on his neck. Oh. Love that. He definitely that. high-topped it, didn't he? He high-topped like he, it. He went the car, top Pajama button. look that yeah. came in very big in the 80s. Orange yeah. is my favourite colour. It is. It's the colour of the sun. Yeah. And that's what shines out of your eyes. My favourite colour is sky blue. Really? Yeah. And I'm actually colour blind. I don't know if I've ever told you that. (laughs) It's boring. (laughs) So boring. I'm colour blind but it's that blue. How do you know what it is then? Oh, because it's just what I've been taught. They can see blue, can't they? Like it's like uh, different versions of it, right? Can't they see blue? (laughs) 
It's that. Um, is he like like a, a not a female or a male? You're a they. What, what do you call that? Yeah, they. <laughs> Get them another drink. I see skies are blue. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's a, records. In. It's um, it's like that when it's a really sunny day without clouds. Yeah, and you look up. That's my favourite colour. What colour is that? Blue. Yeah. 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 Sky, sky blue. Sky blue. Lovely. Baby blue. Strangely. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Lovely. What's our next The next inch? track <laughs> is a fucking ripper. Now, this chick saved fucking Stock Aiken and Waterman in the end. They were going broke and this, this prick came in and fucking showed them how it was done. <laughs> track they yeah. were so ahead of their time no wonder they blew the world away do you know what this is not very stock aiken and waterman though you don't think so it's very r&b oh, it's so but R&B. i can hear yeah. it i can hear it though it's, it's i fucking had no clue themselves it's not so much yeah i wouldn't I have know. said stock if aiken you and had waterman. a multiple choice who did this this that, i wouldn't have clicked. yeah it wouldn't be on how to be a millionaire and they'd get it right would they i would have mm. to phone a friend actually yeah. i would be that confident <laughs> i wouldn't phone a friend and say it was someone else i'd just ask eddie but listening to that song the instruments it's all drum machine it's all and back to the howard it was just you know um what was happening during that time, which of course was the 80s. I don't believe we've uh, mentioned who the artist was either. Princess. Princess. And we're a bit scared of the name because she was sort of saying she was Prince but the female version. Mm. 1985 mm. and um, far out. It just, that one moves me. And like if you're DJing and you're playing that song, you obviously wouldn't play it at the height of the night. You would choose it at a certain time. Yeah. And it might even be walk-in music. It might even be as people are turning up or it might be towards the end of the night where you're just like slowing things down and then you just play that one. But that was, yeah. I this felt was it. the track mm. that saved Stock Aiken and Waterman from going bankrupt. Wow, serious? Yeah. So they've done the, okay, and then all of the Kylie and yeah. Jason and all yeah, the rest of the Yeah, they had a couple of singles. Yeah, but mm. Hazel even based her tracks off this one, I think. Yeah, right. 
Uh, we've actually interviewed Hazel in one of the episodes mm. too, which is if you look back at the 80s montage and all that. Stock Aiken and Yeah, we did. Hazel mm-hmm. was gorgeous. Sayomi number one, I think she's gorgeous. I think she's got an amazing vocal. Yeah, Princess. I can't tell you with, another um, song that she sang. But Well, yeah. she was mixed with Trick of the Night, Banana Rama, remember? Okay. What you doing? Hey, what you do with um Sammy number one was a mix. It was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Well, on this particular twelve inch, on the B side is Say I'm your number one sense of voice. Sense of voice. Oh, V O C E. Sorry, I'm not pronouncing it correctly. Sense of voca. Sense of voce. Voce. Sense of voce. Sense of voce, which means. Um, sensitive voice. Um, sensitive voice. <laughs> sensitive voice. Sensitive mouth. Is it acapella? Sensitive yeah. <laughs> vagina. Sensitive voice. Now this was two dollars when I bought this. Mm. Yeah, no, good song. A yeah. lot of people. I don't think Worth this has actually been covered. Cent. To be honest, two Latoyas. I remember my friend wanted to cover this. Darren Saneke. He was like, "You've got to sing Sammy Number One. It's huge. You know." It wasn't Grazi that wanted to? No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Grazi. Cover this song, you slut. <laughs> you slut. Your I house is a slut. Yeah. Love it. Thinking about that. I'm going to use that as a comeback one day. Hearing hearing that song, hearing that song, and we would you would hear it, um, obviously, you know, out and about and in the clubs in 85. Um, a song that was one that was going to get you moving mm-hmm. and one that was really going to get the pulse pumping <laughs> and thinking about sex – yeah, Etc. Right. Etc. Yeah. Is this one? Just taking our knickers off. Oh, tell you what. 
What is it? My clit's burning. Is Jay, it? Jay's got a twisted testicle. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, love to get an ambulance. So excited. No, I'm loving it. So this guy great. just, they. I, when I say recently, in the last five years, I think it was, he came out. Yeah, he did. There was an 80s lineup. They played yes. at the Palais, Melbourne. And he's hot still. He is in great shape. He stood up. He stood I would up. boom boom him in his room. Uh huh. Even he, if he didn't want to. He would have been boom boomed a few times too. Oh, fuck. And correct me if I'd I'm like wrong, but watch. he was a busboy at Studio 54. Did oh, I get that really? right? Was he really? Oh. Sounds right. I know that he used to work as an escort. He, oh, yes. Yeah, very big. What's yeah. the number? Ring him now. <laughs> yeah, quickly. He's ca- Surely he it's was online in great somewhere. shape. Great Beautiful shape. looking guy. In fact, like, I'll watch you do him guy. and then I'll smell. Oh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll smell. I'll have a smell. <sighs> it's easier that way. Paul Lukakis. Paul Lukakis. Yeah, so Greek. Greek. I mean, he's very un-Greek looking beautiful. Looks northern Greek hand. to me. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, in a bit of gaga sort of dapa towards the Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Uh, he, uh, I mean, yeah. He was discovered in Italy. Oh. Uh, this is actually an Italian release. Yeah, yeah, the Italiano. There. Yes. Maybe he didn't work at Studio 54. But he looked like the kind of no, guy. I reckon he, he might. He did have. have a bit of time in New York, so it could have happened. He would have, have taken his top off at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> look, given yeah. the boys a bar, <laughs> definitely. He, he, look, the song, the lyrics. I mean, back in the very basic. What year were we talking? This was released in 86. Wow. So, I mean, even then, 86, we talked about Berlin in the last step, mm. 82. Very highly but still, sexual. still on record, you couldn't really talk about too much sex. No. No. And then no. obviously George Michael came out and did it all. Yeah. Uh, and NWA just took it to another level. Yeah. But that was like... Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. And people mm. wanted to hear like it was a bit like See, the thing naughty is, and a bit like, do you know what this yeah. song is about? It was funny because it was like sex was his sort of life in a way. Like he he was getting out there. He was sleeping with clients and blah, blah, blah. He was discovered um, I think dancing in a club in Italy Ooh. when he was there doing some modelling work. Was he step ball changing? He would have been. You can imagine <laughs> oh, with his shirt oh. off. Yeah. <laughs> Step ball change, yeah. very Bartuccio. <laughs> yeah. Love it. What would he have been doing with his hands? Do you think he had a big dick? I, don't, I think he would have. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know he if he would have been a top. talks about it a lot, right? I don't know if he would have been a top. Can Who I just knows? say I'm? I've subscribed to Marilyn. <clears throat> you know Marilyn. I I'm hear here, you. Yeah. 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 So I'm sitting in bed the other night, and this fucking live Marilyn video comes up about him in his fucking. Was the best thing. I would still shag Marilyn like a dunny door. Like, fuck, he's hot. And he's in his hotel room. He's probably done a show. And he was talking about his show and this guy that he'd slept with the night before. It's the funniest shit. I love Marilyn. And, you know, it just reminds me of him because he was – Marilyn's like, you know, just have a smoke and fucking just open the window. I've already been fined £10,000 for smoking in the hotel. They accused me of burning the hotel room down. It's all about that. And you're fucking there going, you're the fucking best. (laughs) So I don't know how I've subscribed to Marilyn but it just reminds me of the Marilyn days and and gay rock stars were the best. 
We're doing a gay episode coming up. We are. It's very special. (laughs) Well, Paula Carcass, I think, um, and it just sort of, you're right. I mean, it did have that European vibe to it. Yeah, very. He's the Brad Pitt of Euro Disco. The stunning looking guy, look. And he still is. He's got a puppy he loves very much. Yeah. He does, he, strangely enough, he doesn't. He is hot now. Mm. He's six sixties or something. Is in his he? 60s. I'd still fuck him. But he um and he's released this song a couple of times <laughs> since. I'd watch you fuck him and I'd smell. <laughs> what yeah, the yeah, fuck, yeah. mate? Anyway, he do- he doesn't look like he did in the eighties. I like I'm not saying he doesn't look like an older version of what he looked like in the eighties. You know he's what I better. mean? They look like different dudes. Yeah, they do. They do. Like fine. He line. looks a lot like his dog. He's got a dog that looks like him. He loves his puppies. Like I, I don't think he, he trusts many people. There's a saying that um, you know. You look like your pets. Yeah. Yes. Fucking eyes. Polar car because it's got a little scruffy dog. Looks exactly like. Is him. it a Shih Tzu? It's <laughs> maybe it is a Shih Tzu. Or is it gives a, him the shit? Is it a Labradoodle? That's uh, oh, it's not my segue to our next 12-inch, which is not Shih Tzu but new shoes. Oh, kind of. It's kind of got a shoesy, Shih tzu vibe to it. Here this it is, is a ripper 12-inch. This is a great 12-inch. Just, I'm just blown away by the the build up, the crescendo that it reaches. But mm. the instruments that you're listening to, and and the past three 12 inches that we've listened to, they're all drum machine programmed tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously this one is too. But I could hear the bottles, the bottle yeah, percussion, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the bottle percussion clinging Beautiful. in it, which is what MJ used in "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." That. Right. Apparently, Sheila E wow. did the percussion for "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." And when we saw oh, Sheila E, when you fucked. got up on stage, I, did get Sammy, up on stage I had footage of that. Yeah, they did this little history Let's thing just of Sheila E. Tell people about that night because we'd started our Prince band called Computer Blue, and I went along, and there were all these other Prince bands watching me. Like, who's this white slut thinking she can do Prince? <laughs> Fuck you! I'll fucking take you on, and. I get called up to dance with Sheila E at her concert and she eyeballs me and I'm fucking like a puppy that's peed herself. Like I'm so excited. Bates is in the audience and I get up and we start busting a move with Sheila and I'm for sure the best one. Totally. Was I there really? Yeah. Like I think they wanted to. She got frightened. You upstaged her. Oh, no, I didn't want to upstage her. I just wanted to be her friend. But you did. 
<laughs> but we did this dance routine and she eyeballed me because she could see straight away like, who's go. the white honky that knows about yeah. her prince. And it at made every other yeah, – it was at – no, no, it was at billboards. No, it, correct. Yes. So yeah. Part of me. And I went, I went with two enemies and I just went, yeah, see you later. And I fucking – Oh, how good then. Yeah, yeah. That's it was with the old drama of Rewind 80s. Oh. Yeah, fucking. Bye. <laughs> bye. See, yeah. And I was standing in the third row watching Don't uh, wait Sheila. Up, guys. And they call up about 12 people to get up on stage and, of course, I've put my hand up and I've been pulled up on stage and I just bust a fucking move and I'm shitting my pants. You're at the side going, oh, my God, Sammy's up there. This is going to be the highlight of her life. I filmed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how much Sam yeah. Yeah, you're like, totally this is loves be good. Sheila and the whatever. Yeah. And it was incredible. To be eyeballed by a person that you've adored oh, yeah. all your life. Yeah. What a you great. You don't know what to do. Yeah. Moment. It was mm. a great moment. I was And there. you can find it online still. And I was watching Sammy and feeling just happy. Like as in, <laughs> I can't believe you're up there. Yeah. And every other you Prince band. You deserve to be up there. Look, every other Prince band in Melbourne cover band were looking at me like, oh, she must know her. And I was making out like I did. Like, oh, yeah, Sheila, you and me, man. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Because it was, it's so politically fucked up when you're a white chick. And the thing is, Jill Jones was the best thing Prince ever produced and she was sort of part white. And I was like, I'm fucking Jill Jones, fuck you all. And um, it was the best time of my life. That was amazing. Awesome. And there's footage, there's footage. I've got, I filmed it. have got to find it. Yeah, and, I'll find um, it. And then going back to the bottle clinking, mm. so they had this little intro about Sheila E and what she's done because she's done a whole lot of percussion, like session um, session stuff and apparently did, does the bottle uh, percussion on Don't Stop Jigging Enough, wow. which is what I just heard mm. in I Can't Wait by New Shoes, yeah. N-U. Mm. Shoes, S H O O Z. Awesome. And uh, always on solid gold, these guys. I, yeah. Blonde girl. It's just got that great build up and then kicks in. Great song. So the 12 inch has, yeah, 16, sorry, six minutes, 15. And then the B side's got a vocal American mix, four minutes, 50. And then it's got a vocal Dutch mix. Wow. Which is three minutes thirty eight, and it's produced by John Smith and Rick Waritz. Wow! There we go. Yeah, nineteen eighty five. Bang. Love it. The next song we've got is one of the most iconic tunes of the eighties, I think, and I can't remember the compilation album it was on. You guys might be able to tell me.
tell me that you love me every day. What a track. A-E-I-O-U. Yeah. yeah. I got – I passed English that year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew my vows. Absolutely. Yeah. That was right. Grade. I was in grade five. Wow. Yeah. And that for me, I love that song for a couple of reasons. One, it's an English group. Mm. Two. Freeze, was it? Yes. Mm. And that is mixed by – Arthur Baker, written by Arthur Baker. Get fuck what? Like Baker Street? No, <laughs> no, that's Rafferty. That's John Rafferty. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit drunk. That's, that's Baker like, Street. That's a little bit different from. <laughs> <laughs> love is a message, and the message is love. <laughs> Arthur Baker. Arthur Baker. And. Did he do Jelly um, Bean and Jelly caught Bean? Up in the rapture of love. Love is Anita Baker. And no, I'm getting my Baker's. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting my Baker's mixed up. <laughs> and Jelly Bean, Sam. Jelly Bean mixed with Arthur Baker. Ah. There you go. And uh, he was, you know, he'd been um, done Beat Street. He'd done a whole lot of stuff in yeah. Beat Street. Amazing uh, electronic producer, incredible, writer, and. Um, the other thing that I will say is in the video clip they're riding BMX bikes hey. and that was a big thing. It was huge. <laughs> Back in that day and you got to go and watch the video clip if you can't remember it. It's by Freeze, A-E-I-O-U and they're delivering the vinyl record and there's a DJ yes. playing in a basement and they're cruising, cruising, cruising and they bring the record, they give it to the record and then he drops the record and then – the party starts. And, and they were all white guys, weren't they? Yeah, the lead singer. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of um, there was too. black kids cruising yeah. on their bikes yeah, and stuff right. like that. Yeah, that's right, little kiddies. But um, once again, all that programmed stuff and that's an amazing, amazing um, – I just loved that song. For I loved it too and it was really big with breakdancers but even normal people got into it. Yeah. That weren't into break dancing because mm. you just went, oh, what a song! Yeah, it's undeniable. It awesome might have been song. in ninety. Was it nineteen eighty two? Eighty three. Yeah, Breakers eighty three came out too. That's a compilation. What was the compilation it was on though? Because that's how I got uh, introduced to it. Uh, yeah. For some reason, whenever this song starts, I always think it's Depeche Mode at first. Right. Can you think of something very similar that they? I don't know. Depeche have sort of very. Uh, very evocative intros and so does this. I don't know. It's mm. very, I can't put my finger on exactly sort of what album or what era but the, it sounds like Depeche Mode. The, the record label is Beggar's Banquet and I've mm. got to wow. say I, I don't have any – I don't think I have any other records with this label on it. No, never. But it, it's a ripper. It was a ripper from, from that time and that era and um, yeah, loved it and still do. Now, the next track we're going to play is an Australian artist. Fucking, and it's a good one. You you won't know what it is at first. We didn't either from the list because Sammy's written Shitaloomy. <laughs> <laughs> Shitaloomy. Did I really? I was yeah. in such a rush. Was, Here was it the is. meal nice? This oh, is yeah, Shitaloomy yeah. for you.
Nothing like it in Australia. No. Absolutely. Wawani, of course. Very sexual. Mm-hmm. I love this song and I I can't help but boast about the copy that I have in my hand right now. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's the 12-inch, the extended mix and the late, great, one and only Paul Gray signed this for me. I had the privilege of getting to know him over the years through my days of working at A Day on the Green and working at, with the gigs that he played mm-hmm. at. And um, he actually was playing with Marsha Hines. He's an, he was an MD and, you know, I just ran straight up to him. Oh, I wow. just saw him and go, that's, that's <laughs> Paul Gray from Wawani. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had just, we hit it off really well and had a really good conversation and we became good friends and it was really wonderful that we were able to talk to each other and send messages and he knew that I was a fan uh, obviously because I told him and had my records and I I said to him um, uh, that I don't have uh, certain songs anyway. He goes, leave it with me, Batesy. And then he comes back uh, and gave me these CDs. He's burnt me. Wow. These CD, all the 12-inch mixes. Oh, fuck. Of... All of Wawani's songs. Wow. Yeah. From wow. Blush, from the album Blush. And, from the and horse's mouth. Everything. And God bless him. He's such a wonderful man. And going back to Paul Lukakis, Paul Gray MD'd at that particular concert at the Palais. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Serious. And put my name on the door list. Wow. With Tricky J. We went together. And Tricky J. He's just a, an amazing artist and he got – he got a bit of slack for back in the day because they thought, oh, you're trying to be the next Wham, you know. Yeah, right. Oh, he reminded me of Prince. Mm. He has that influence, absolutely. Yeah. But there's an interview with Molly Meldrum where um, he was getting interviewed about him. Uh, I think it was with Molly or maybe it was Donnie Sutherland. Um, But it was about them thinking, you know, the, the next Wham or whatever and, yeah, but he was a Was Molly musician. supportive? Uh, I'm getting more. Molly think, could be a bit funny. Yeah. Couldn't he? Could be. Mm. Like he's funny he's with of, an excess. Yeah, well, yeah, he did He did sort of really turn on an excess, didn't he? Mm. But, mm. but did they, like, and I think he enjoyed being, in the end, the musical director, yeah, yep. because he didn't take the heat. Like when you're in yeah. the limelight and you're the front and center, yeah. lead singer yeah. of bands, it's like question, question, question. Mm-hmm. And he just loved his music. Yeah, absolutely. And God, what a what a like a, a real. He's a genius, and the music, like that album, is incredible. And that twelve inch, and they really went to like. They went to town on the 12 inches. It yeah. was funny because I went and saw Wawani because Pseudo Echo, Brian Cannon was best friends with, um, oh, Paul. God, Paul. Yeah. And he went and visited him in hospital in his last days and he really gave him some fantastic information on people he really didn't like and didn't. And didn't mind. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah, Paul yeah. just sort of Paul let just go. let him go, yeah. And, and he trusted Brian because Brian's a very trustworthy guy. Mm. And Bryce loved him mm. and they did a uh, tribute to Bri- um, Wawani when he died. But Brian's really very close to him. 
But what I want to say about um, um, well, well, my knee is it was like watching Prince with Steve Stevens with um, Steve oh, Williams. Yeah. yeah. Steve Williams always reminded me of um, who's uh, Billy's dude? Mm. Steve Stevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. I'm a bit pissed. <laughs> yeah. um, and I just thought, wow, this is like a Prince Steve Stevens show. Yeah. Um, I got to know his brother very, very well, Mark Gray. I played with him in a band. I, I hired him for a trio one night at Bennigan's in Chapel Street. Oh, wow. And uh, I didn't want to make out that I knew who he was because I thought they were an incredible band. Mm. And I still love Mark Gray. Like Mark Gray's gorgeous. And and one night we got really pissed together, Mark and I, and and we – it was I think it was my birthday at the Imperial and Mark was hanging out with me and shit and – Got very pissed that I remember falling. I used falling. to work at the Imperial. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Oh, I'm glad you weren't there this night. <laughs> and um, I was so drunk, my legs went from underneath me and I just fell down <laughs> underneath the bar and Mark picked me up. And then he ended up taking me home and staying the night at my joint. Fucking you know, and I wasn't big on blonde men. I wasn't big on blondes. Mm. I don't know why. I just didn't – I guess I loved the band so much that I didn't want to read him and he was like, have any thought about us being together? And oh. he – yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and he – we could have had it on. He slipped in my bed. He slipped in my bed. Frigid. Yeah, I was a bit oh. frigid. I just didn't want to do it. Oh, yeah. And I used to see Mark a lot and um, the next morning he left about five cigarettes on my coffee table because we were smoking cigarettes together in the bed. But he's such a gorgeous guy, Mark Gray, and I was really sad for him when it all happened mm. because Paul did take the musical director thing very seriously and now that he's gone it's sort of left it open for a lot of other people but there's never mm. been anyone really that good. No, mm. and he was doing TV shows like, I don't know, The Voice or Pop Idol or whatever. He was yeah, in those shows yeah. too. That's right, he was. That's right. And, you know, when you're going back to this particular time, um, he was – there wasn't any Australian artist that were doing really funk. doing no. that funk. Yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff. The Not rock and his song and, was you know, whatever, but, great. You know, yeah. it's – yeah. Great. 12-inch was great too. Awesome. Really um, stood out. Great act. So from one Australian artist to another. Yes, yes. that's very true. Here we go. Lovely Livy. Ah, oh, Liv. She's seen me in the nude. 
I talked about that before. Red Rooster chips with her at a footy grand final one year. Did you? Yep. Wow. Who did she root for? Well, she was going for Sydney Swans, I think, that day. Oh, that'd be right. But um, it was a, it was the one and only time I got to meet her, and it was magic. And I couldn't believe that I was sitting. Doesn't she hold a chat quite easily? For I mean, really, she's a cultural icon. She's a fucking national treasure, and she chats so easily. And that's the Aussie in her. Mm, that's yeah. the Aussie in her. Just yeah. really friendly, chatty. And you're right, I was just like, here I am, look at me, next to Sandra D. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it was just, exactly. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. Twist of Fate, two of a kind soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, it came after Physical. Yes. Um, and, of course, Grease. Yep. I really liked that song. And when I played it yeah. before and we had a little listen to it, I'm thinking mm. it's got a bit of an aha take on me vibe, but you went straight into. Oh, bloody the takeaways. Uh, sweet, sweet and sour. sour. Yeah. And bang. Uh, yeah. Same. Yeah. As soon as you mentioned that. <laughs> good, uh, good guitar line in this. Like really good sort of uh, guitar track in this. I, I liked it. Yeah. I like anything. Look, I love I love guitars and I, I I love electronica, but I love when they're fused really well, and this is a good example of that. On the B side, the B side of that is actually um, "Make a Move on Me," which is like another great song produced by another Aussie Aussie guy who did a lot of her stuff. In actual in actual fact, Sammy's going around with spray. Hang What's on. happened? She's had a twist of um. She's had a twist of fate. Did the cat do a shit or something? Yeah. Christ, I wouldn't have known if you hadn't. Have... <laughs> 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 so um, it all goes back to Howard, doesn't it, with the wind at the start? Um, Pussy did a shit. <laughs> we're almost done, six foot. Yeah. I'm sorry, John yes. Farrar. John Farrar. Farris. Yeah, no, Farrar. 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 John Farrar. Not John Farris. Oh, okay. No. John Farrar. Yeah, John Farrar. Farrar. This is still this one of my favourite. Just an amazing producer, ever. one of Australia's greatest producers, actually, who's just incredible. And done so many wonderful things. And and he did a lot of stuff with Olivia Newton-John. Um, but also did, a, um, I think he actually uh, may have even worked with the baby animals actually on their mm. first ah. Um But a, a, like incredible producer. And on the B side is Make a Move on Me, which is another mm. classic Olivia, Olivia song. Make a move on me. Oh. If you take me in your arms and make me in your arms, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm the one you want. The one I want to be. Love it. Come on, baby, make a move on me. Yeah. So this is a a limited edition 12-inch and, of course, Twist of Fate. It's a 12-inch giant and... um, I just really like that song. Mm. I fucking think it's one of her best. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It gives, a good, gives her a bit of edge. Yeah. I saw her and Chloe walking around the Botanical Gardens Was one that when day. she had her koala blue store? No, my, my ages. Chloe was like 18. Yeah. And, of course, she is the daughter of? 
Olivia. Matt no, Matt, Matt from Matt Chloe Two. Chloe Latanzi. Yeah, from yeah, Greece yeah. Too. I used to yeah. see Matt and Chloe at um, the Jam Factory eating Chinese. Oh, wow. I fucking used to get so excited. He was absolutely stunning. Amazing. Yeah. What do you reckon Amazing. happened? And remember he lost all his hair and used to wear the bandana? Yeah. Look, I think strong strong women have a really tough time keeping men. Oh, you kind of shrink their balls a bit when you're a bit strong. I, I, and they get I, I a bit just, over you. I always found it a little bit weird that she was in Greece. Mm. She wasn't in Greece too, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. was. <laughs> mm. But Matt was in Greece too. Was he really? Mm. Oh, yeah. He's in Greece oh. too. Was he really? Totally. Wow. Didn't they meet on Xanadu or something? Yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. But he's in Greece too. Really? And she's not. Yeah. And then Was they he the up main together. guy in Greece too? Who? He's Matt Latone. He's in no, there. No, it's C. Thomas Howell or something, oh. isn't it? I don't know. I, I didn't watch Greece too. I did. Michelle Pfeiffer is good in it. There's a good song in there called she's Cool good. Cool Rider. Cool Rider. Yeah. Right. But um but yeah, and so you saw him down at the jam factory. Because I lived in South Yarra. You know, when we when I lived in South Yarra, he used to come and pick me up. I lived behind the jam factory. So I'd go and I remember seeing so many people. Like I remember the day, who was that guy they that stayed, sang? They all stayed at Hotel Como, that's why. No, yeah. she lived in Turak because my dad used to do – my she dad put her Turak. mother's spa bath in her house. My dad was a plumber. <laughs> right. Ray Atkins and he did – her spa bath in her house, her mum's house. She wanted a spa bath. So Dad I would put have put a little camera in there. Well, Dad brought home this fantastic uh, photo of physical, like with their short hair with signed to Sammy and I was <laughs> fucking running around for oh, hours. Oh, serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad brought me Fuck home off. a signature because Dad used to do the mum. The mum loved my old man because mm. she was very untrustworthy but Dad was like, what do you want done? I ain't no worries. Your spider, yeah, do yeah, you? Yeah, and Dad would have cracked the old joke, but hey. Dad's really good with famous people because he really doesn't know who they are. Yeah, but he just bees him. Yeah, plumber know? for the stars. But mm-hmm. I remember he, her mum lived in Turak, and she wanted a spa bath, and Dad put the mum's spa bath in. Mm. So I got a free photo of Olivia with a autograph. Autograph. Not in the new spa. But oh. I did. I did. See her in I the wonder face. if she ever sort of like sat on one of the jets and thought of your dad. I don't I'm think just, so. I, her mum was very nice. Olivia ran the jets. It could have happened. Yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> Benny in the jets. Libby. My, Libby. my dad's very loyal to people and, and he used to work at her house. Yeah. Her mum. You know, people won't believe it but I fucking know. I was a kid. I used to get the mem- – the stuff that Dad had bring home oh, for me. That's fucking awesome. Because I loved her, you know. Yeah. I used everyone to watch did, Grease every everyone day. Everyone loved Livy. Yeah. I still love Livy. Yeah. And she's an absolute icon and uh, done, yeah, what she's done for, for music and yeah. Australia, of course, is incredible. Yeah. yeah. She could sit on my jet. I think we've only got <laughs> one song left, haven't we? We yeah. do. And it's a. Fucking good one. It's a gorgeous song. Did I song. ruin a it's segue? It's a gorgeous song. No, oh, well, I thought about those jets Let's, shooting bubbles, but uh, this one's shooting love. Oh, we'll talk about good. the gorgeous song because that's a good story. Hang on, here it is now.
Sing that oh. song. Um, that's for you, Lukey. Lukey McKenzie. Lukey McKenzie. Time bandits. I'm only shooting love. I love it. I fucking live for this song. And Batesy and I used to do a trivia show at Revolver. <laughs> and we had a – was it Zinny? Zinny with a Z. Zinny and the Jets. Zinny. Zinny with a Z, not Vinny. But Zinny. So Zinny had – we did this song. Did we come out and do fashion parade? We did a fashion parade yeah. for Fighters Keepers. That's right. Fighters <laughs> Keepers, Losers Weepers. They were weeping, it, weren't they? It was a great retro We had killer on, bodies on, in those days though. Ah, uh, we did. We still do. Well, yeah, look, in a come way. On, we're still rocking <laughs> In it. a way. You know. In a way. I'm talking about myself. Back yourself. Yeah, no, no. Look, you know, fucking menopause comes close to nothing. That's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we had a trivia show called Revolver. What was it called? Flashback. 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 The greatest music trivia show right. in the universe. I don't used you to hate it. that line and it really worked. I used to go, God, don't. <laughs> Don't think, and everyone it used was. to come. It, it was, still it is. was, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. So we used to get dressed by finders keepers, and we came out and did fashion parade. It was a typical fashion parade song because that's what the video did. Mm. It was all about fashion. Oh. And um, I don't remember the video clip. <laughs> what do you mean? It was like for, young talent time for only shooting love. They came out in the eighties gear and with the makeup. Wow, you got a better memory than I do. Yeah, I don't remember the, video the video clip, clip. was yeah. great. But one, I can tell you that one of their follow-up singles, which which was Endless Road, was filmed in Australia. That's yeah. right. These guys are from, um, I, I was going to say Norway, but um, the management uh, says Amsterdam Rock. Mm-hmm. Wow, they so would have been I thought they were Norwegian. I thought they were from Norway. Time yeah. Bandits. No, because they would have mm. been up again. Do, 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 they were never up again. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, yeah. But this was – I mean, I love this song. So we came out – we used to film our shows every <laughs> night, remember? And Vinny was the lighting guy and he – it was one of those songs you hadn't heard in a while and we put it in the show. Yeah. It wasn't a huge hit but – well, it was but you didn't remember it. It was one of those songs. And we came out and we did our Zoolander fucking fashion parade and you hear – Zinny, was it Zinny? Go, oh, gorgeous song <laughs> on the video. And Zinny was known to have a big shalong. And I wanted to see it because. Didn't you ask him? I did. I said, look, I've heard about this. Sh- I was Zinni, single. I was single. We want to see your penny. 
Well, he kept talking about how big his dick was and oh, I just did didn't he? believe him. You just wanted to see him shoot there. some love. Because you know what? Yeah. Sometimes when people talk about how big their dick is, it's not real. No. So I said to Zinni one night when I was really fucking smashed, show us your dick. And they were like, oh, Sammy, you can't say that. Well, he pulled it out. Oh, you're serious? Yeah, and it was a fucking big mongrel. Wow. It was a big <laughs> mongrel. It's fucking, he was right. Wow. He actually, this is the first guy I've ever met. Finders, that keepers. talks about his dick. <laughs> Found one. <laughs> to think that my name is Grandma, <laughs> Grandmaster Bates <laughs> and all you hear is Sammy Hardon talking about all these stories. Found oh. one. Oh, gorgeous I didn't, I didn't shag him though. I was too scared it was that big. <laughs> I was. I got scared. Zinni Stardust. Zinni Stardust. We used to call Zinni, Zinni, Zinni Stardust. Zinni, Zinni Stardust. That's all coming back to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. What fun oh, we had so flashing stupid. each other. Because oh, I wow. used to remember when I used to wear the fingerless gloves. <laughs> yes. And was it you that I fondled at the bar? Someone got you? a fingerless woody. <laughs> for me, for sure, and we call it the fingerless woody. I reckon it was Michael Milatovic. Who's the, Michael Milatovic? Nick. The, um, no, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't touch him's dog. Nah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sure I fingered someone. And Angelina's brother, Mick. Angelina tall Croatian. was a legend. You love fingering men. I, I love think, it. I think, I think, I think it had something to do with Michael Milatovic. From Revolver. Finger you if I wasn't paying you. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm a lot more conservative now, right? I don't she's believe not. that. No, I, she's I, not. I am. You're more conservative now because you have validation now. You heard I touch someone's dick with a fingerless glove and you call it a fingerless woody. <laughs> no, he copped a fingerless woody. Did he? So, because you had the fingerless glove on. Yeah, I did. And then he copped a Woody because you touched him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was called a fingerless Woody. Well, it was the 90s. Well, what year was it? So he yeah. kind of got the fingers but you had a fingerless glove on and yeah. then it was called a fingerless Woody. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you guys used to go home and we used to fucking party on for hours. I think that should be the name of your next album. Party on for hours. Uh-huh. And the title track, Fingerless Woody. Fingerless <laughs> yeah. Woody. Fingerless Woody ah, Records. Disgusting human being I was. <laughs> disgusting. But um, only shooting love. I remember Zinni not really being that loud until this song came on and he went, oh, beautiful song. Gorgeous. Gorgeous yeah, song. Gorgeous song. And it was exactly the right sentiment though. Like it was a gorgeous <laughs> yeah. song. yeah. It is. He was right on the money. Yeah, yeah. It hey, was a gorgeous song. I need to go back because I, I to the archives because I think I have that original video tape. Do you? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to just find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be, take me a bit of time to look for it, but yeah. I think it's there. <laughs> we like the to shag a lot. Well, we like to shag the crowd a lot. Um, is there and we'll talk at about that, that in our next episode. Yeah. We'll be sticking our dick in the till. Have, yeah, that's, I was the till a lot of the time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to ding, say. Ding. Yeah, I have to say I'm not fucking bragging. Yeah, but there that, wasn't that was many tills bigger than me. That was your nickname, right? the till. Yeah, that's right. And you know who named me that? Everyone stick their Bill. dick in the till. Bill the photographer. Right, remember Bill? 
<laughs> I'd come to work with Bill and I'd go, oh, fuck the DJ. Oh, he stuck the dick in his till, did he? <laughs> and that was Bill's thing. Bill was always like that. And then Tarantino came out and wrote a movie <laughs> called Kill Bill. <laughs> we should write a movie. A Kill Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill. Yeah, that were fun times at Revolver. Hey, um, I'm going to bring it back to the music. Yeah, great. And, um, mm. I want to say that the 12 inches that we talked about just in this app, I, I, they're all real drum machine stuff. There's nothing there that's just simple, real live guitar, drums, bass. It's all a little mm. bit of programming in there, which I think just is a little bit of a kind of a representation of how the music sort of went. Through that time, wasn't it? It was electro, yeah. mm. keyboard, yeah. synth, mm. um, programmed, and it was. I think it helped out those people that uh, those musicians that didn't play a real instrument mm. and mm. could touch buttons and program. Yeah. Mm. And when you think about how music is today, how many kids are playing live instruments on the albums that and the songs that we hear today? Yeah. yeah. I. I mean. Yeah, you know, a lot of it's programmed, right? Mm. And a lot of it's touching buttons mm, and sampling yeah. and look. This, the this, origins this of music is percussion, anyway. You know, it was percussion before it was anything else. So it's sort of, it's it's sort of in line with that, strangely, isn't it? Rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's all it's hitting, creating creating beats, and everything else is like an extension of that. So it's weirdly sort of mm. come back, sort of extending on that, you mm. know, strangely. There's def- mm. definitely a pattern there. And I think the 12-inch is here to stay. Because if you remember when we were doing Flashback, um, it was really risque to do the 80s stuff at that time. Like we weren't sure whether it was going to work because 70s was sort of going out in the 90s. There was a big 70s explosion with Casey and the Sunshine Band and stuff and then we got the 80s thing and we really didn't know which way it was going to go. But it fucking started everything off in Melbourne, I think. Mm. Look, I, I was always confident because yeah. we were playing. You are confident. Because we were playing songs. That people didn't hear anymore. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I'll keep going back to it. I spent thousands and thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. On shopping for records and vinyl. But didn't we get some roots? And the (laughs) (laughs) Worth every cent. Yeah. It all paid off. Because I was buying I was buying merch. I was buying gems. I was buying things that I now still can hold in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. And people could not access. They unless, don't do it now. You know, as much as people love music mm. today mm. and want to say they fucking love music, they don't get to hold it in their hand. No. And um, look, you know, in some ways I feel that, you know, a little bit cheated because kids these days just go to their device and click and press and search and they have that song. Whereas I spent copious amounts of hours shopping to find the tracks. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't just ma- it didn't just um consist of me going down the street to the local yeah. record store. Yeah. I actually went to country towns. Yeah. I went to interstate. 
Yeah. I'd go to a friend's house, a girlfriend's house, whoever's house it was. I'd dig through collections. I'd go overseas. I'd search and find the gems. And any original old school vinyl record DJ will know exactly what I'm talking about. That's what made you the DJ. Yeah. To yeah. have those tunes that people couldn't hear. Yeah. And they would come to see you mm. to hear those songs. Yeah. Mm. So when we did what we did, mm. yes, we were playing vintage stuff. Yeah, we were. But it was stuff that people couldn't hear anymore no. or didn't hear and they longed to hear yeah. it mm. and yeah. created a buzz and nostalgia and a vibe and yeah. – um, and it's made us what we are and it's what we love and it's what yeah. we're passionate about mm. because yeah. it shaped our lives in many ways. Yeah. This this sort of music and, yeah. the, and and everything from watching Countdown to Sounds to everything made us go and play and listen to this music and dance and move and, and Do you remember when Honey Schmack came in <laughs> to Revolver? That fucking Jewish DJ Honeysmack. DJ Honeysmack. Oh, don't say a bad word about him. Well, I'm just is. about to. Um, <laughs> so turn it you on. You had a fucking vinyl. Was it Vanity Six? Yeah. Yeah. Vanity Six Nasty Girls. And I knew it was Batesy's. And he left it at a show at Revolver. And Honeysmack turns up to do his set. And he's playing nasty girls. He goes, oh, fucking this is great, blah, blah, blah. I said, that's my fucking friend's vinyl, mate. And he goes, finders keepers. And I said. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, He wanted to steal it. And what I fucking. fucking loser. I fucking killed the cunt. I went, mate, I'm going to fucking honey smack you through the fucking wall <laughs> if you don't fucking give me that vinyl back. Because it was worth about 150 bucks this seat. Like it was really rare. And I remember ringing basically going, did you leave your Vanity 6 album You didn't there? ring me. You didn't ring It wasn't like we had mobile. What happened? I you told remember. me. You said, Batesy, Batesy, I've got it. Yeah. Honey Smack tried to yeah, steal honey it. Honey Smack <laughs> did. And, and I've just gone, it's like. It's like a teammate or a, a yeah, gang member looking yeah, out for you. Yeah. you know, goes, I fucking took trying, it off oh. him because I just kept thinking of the breakfast cereal going, you're fucking not as strong as me. Honey smacks. You're only breakfast cereal, mate. <laughs> I'm going to fucking dog. kill you. And I remember him arguing with me going, who the fuck are you? I said, who the fuck are you? You fucking cunt. Give me that fucking vinyl back or I'll fucking kill you. I went ape shit on his ass. What? Right? I got Pinchy the vinyl. fucking vinyl. Exactly. What a dog. Bad etiquette. Yeah. And I went, give me that vinyl back. That belongs to us Go fuck yourself. And he hated me like no tomorrow. And I went, give me the vinyl back. I remember it clearly. <laughs> I remember it that you giving it back. Yeah. Uh, showing, saying, Batesy, Batesy, I've got your record. Yeah. And obviously I got a little bit boozed the night before. Whatever, yeah, he left, it, left it there. And I was boozed but I don't remember it. I always remember equipment. Well, that, always, uh, yeah, and but that yeah, you do, but that, do. that that piece of vinyl was obviously something that we cherished and we danced to, and we were, we were. and that was the vinyl you played where I got really pissed and just fucking went crazy. I think you would. I'm pretty sure I fucked a stuffed toy on stage. To, I think you definitely yeah. did the fallbacks. Because I never knew we were recording the shows and then I'd play them back the next <laughs> night and I'd see how drunk I'd get. And I was with this toy fucking it to Nasty Girls and I'm like, man, that's our fucking song. So I knew for sure it was your record. <laughs> Jesus. And I still have it. So thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, and I've got a great. version too, which is good. But 
Oh, honey schmack, you fucking dickhead. Well, how awesome we get to talk about fucking vinyls. I, I mm. just love it so much. Part one and part two of our 12-inch special. That's right. Favourite 12 inches. There are so many more 12 inches and I'm there sure are. there's people out there that are going, yeah, what about they were this? great, what about this? but this, this, this and that. Yeah. And um, there's an opportunity for them to obviously feedback, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, Get yeah. In Share touch. your 12 inches with the montage. Show us your dick. That's yeah. right. Show us your 12 inches and hopefully you've enjoyed the 12 inches we've played and i got a feeling there's a lot more to come. So, <laughs> you know. i got a feeling. Vinyl, 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 vinyl. Um, it's coming back. For me, it's never left. I've yeah. always held on to my records. I will never sell my records. And I reckon you're going to be DJing at a lot of our venues and, and, and stuff like our little theatre shows. That'll be exciting. Yeah. God, yeah. Let's You've do got it. to come on tour. That'll yeah, be awesome. come on tour and do some DJing. Well, I take requests. Yeah, I don't think you're going to need to because people are going to love it because there's nothing worse than going to see an 80s band and, and then there's house music before it. Boring, yeah. Fucking shit. Hey, Sammy, where can you find out about our live gigs? You can find out about our live gigs at the rewind80smixtape.com.au. Right. And you can buy tickets. Yeah, buying tickets directly from the site, yeah? Yes, and Cairns is going nuts. Mm -hmm. And that's a year away. Yes. Cairns is very exciting. Yeah, yeah, lots more gigs being booked sort of every Mm. week. We've got them tumbling in at the moment, so it's great. Tumbling, tumbling, tumbling. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. If you love the show, please get your friends involved, guys. Get them listening to the show and please like, share, rate and review. Give us five stars. Become a subscriber. And a Patreon. Buy us a coffee. Oh, yeah, you can do that too. Buy us a coffee. So if you go www.the80smontage.com, there's a PayPal button and you can shout us a coffee. That's a big thing now. Yes. $3.50. That's right. Wherever that is. I, I know. don't know. My coffee costs 5 That's some cheaper than a Latoya Jackson 12 inch. I know. Is. Strangely. Buy us a coffee. And yeah. you don't have to. Patreon, but I'd love you to. Yeah. But, you know. I would love to ask you two a big, big favour. Oh. These are the songs that we've got to play tonight. Mm -hmm. What is love? Say I'm your number one. Mm -hmm. Boom, boom. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. A-E-I-O-U. Shit halloumi. (laughs) A.K.A. Stimulation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist of fate. Shooting love. You two have killer voices. I would love you to just do a little bridge or a little chorus of one of those songs to play us out, please. What is love? What the fuck? No, I'd rather do. <laughs> Can you do sing? we deserve a second chance? How did we fall into this circumstance? We went so wide and narrow, and na 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 deserve a higher voices call the tune. Two beats that last the beat was now resume. This lifted down in pleasure, my divine and measure. Ooh, ooh. It's gotta be a strange twist of fate 
Telling me that heaven can wait. Telling me to get it right this time. Love doesn't mean a thing without the love you bring. Love is what we found the second time around. That's very dry. Very dry. I got the lyrics Gee, wrong. The audience goes crazy. I, I got the lyrics very strong. Awesome. Should we do a little clapping for the hands? Uh, I think I just got a fingerless oh, Woody. No, <laughs> yeah. not a fingerless Woody. Woo. That only happened in the nineties. <laughs> Hang on. Fantastic, guys. That was awesome. Are you not going to take one out? No, no. I'm wrapping up the show now. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Livy. Thank you all around Australia and thank you to our montages montages around the world. Yeah. What an awesome show. Thus closes our 12-inch special. Please become a Patreon. How can you find us on Patreon, Sammy? www.patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast that's right it's a little bit tricky to find it on the website itself but if you follow that address there you will find us become a patreon for as little as a dollar a month dollar 50 i think it is now due to inflation but for ten dollars a month you get the extra episodes jump on board they're great too we're even more pissed yeah good on you batesy thank you very much hey jay and sammy it's a pleasure thank you for welcoming me always it's uh i just feel so comfortable on this couch with yeah, you'll be you joining so us a lot next year, yeah. I think. I love Absolutely. you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. It's Fantastic. been a pleasure and uh, keep rocking. Hey, guys, if it's music mateys. Or cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it. Unreal. Woo!